Hey, I'm Rashawn Gidwani, and this is the Daily Morning Note, brought to you by Pitch. Good morning. It's the 26th of January, 2022. I'm Rashawn Gidwani, and this is the Daily Morning Note, brought to you by Philip Capital's research team, reporting live from Singapore. Before we begin, I'd like to mention that the Philip Innovation Center has created our first ever collectible NFTs, and we are happy to announce that we will be giving away 100 of these exclusive NFTs to you. The Philip Innovation Center CNY 2022 exclusive NFT gift is a collection of 100 unique digital collectibles on the Polygon blockchain designed for 2022's Year of the Water Tiger and will be distributed to 100 clients as a Chinese New Year gift. Interested in getting one? Set your reminders for the 28th of January 2022 at 12 p.m. and be the first 100 people to submit and fill in the Google form provided and receive our limited edition NFT gift. First come, first serve. Also, If you're interested in learning more about the upcoming Chinese New Year, tune in to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify called Let the Money Talk today at 3 p.m. Today is the third installment of a special eight-part podcast series we've curated just for you. Let's begin. U.S. equity futures wavered and Asian stocks look set for a muted open after another volatile Wall Street session ahead of a Federal Reserve policy decision that's expected to signal a March interest rate liftoff. U.S. contracts initially dropped early in Asia on Wednesday before pairing losses. Futures were steady for Japan and higher for Hong Kong. The S&P 500 erased a near minus 3% intraday slide Tuesday, but subsequently fell again to close at the lowest since October, while the technology-heavy Nasdaq 100 underperformed. Microsoft Core stoked worries about the tech outlook. The firm's shares and the Invesco QQQ Trust Series 1, an ETF that tracks the Nasdaq 100, slid in extended trading after Microsoft reported slowing cloud services revenue. The benchmark U.S. 10-year Treasury yield was little changed ahead of the Fed, while the dollar was mixed against major peers. Crude oil held a rally, in part on the risk that a Russia-Ukraine conflict could disrupt supplies. In Singapore, among the stocks to watch is Fraser Centerpoint Trust. In Singapore, the manager of Fraser Centerpoint Trust on Tuesday reported that committed occupancy for the retail portfolio was stable at 97.2% in quarter one of financial year 2022, which ended in December, on the back of new retail concepts and brands introduced to refresh shopper experience and ensure sustainable trading. In a business update after market close, FCT's manager manager said the trust showed a resilient performance, despite the continuing impact from the COVID-19 pandemic. There was also still healthy demand for retail spaces within FCT's 
well-located, and dominant suburban retail malls in quarter one. The manager attributed a 20.1 percentage point decline in occupancy in Central Plaza from the end of September to the end of December last year, primarily to the exit of an anchor tenant. The trust is exploring opportunities for the reconfiguration of anchor space. Meanwhile, proactive leasing management at Century Square, Changi City Point, and White Sands is focused partly on tenant remixing and space resizing, said the manager. On Tuesday, Starhill Global reposted a distribution per unit or DPU of Singapore dollars 0.0178 for the first half of the fiscal year, financial year 2021 and 2022, which ended on December 31st, 2021, up 2.3% from a DPU of Singapore dollars 0.0174 in the corresponding year ago period. This excludes the release of Singapore dollars 3.1 million or Singapore dollars 0.0014 per unit from the REIT's financial year 2019 and 2020 deferred distributable income for the first half of the financial year 2020 and 2021 distribution. Including the effects of the deferred amount, DPU was down 5.3% from Singapore dollars 0.0188 on a year-on-year basis. Unit holders can expect to receive their first half financial year 2021 and 2022 DPU on March 23rd, with the record date on Feb 4th. Maple Tree Industrial Trust's third quarter distribution per unit, or DPU, rose from 3.28 Singapore cents a year ago to 3.49 cents on an enlarged unit base, which resulted from the equity fundraising exercise in quarter one. Income distributable to unit holders grew 10.4% to Singapore dollars 89.5 million for the three months to December 31st, following a boost in revenue from assets in the U.S. Net property income climbed 24.1% to Singapore dollars 122.7 million, as gross revenue rose 31.3% to Singapore dollars 162.4 million. The increase was largely due to revenue contribution from 29 data centers in the U.S., acquired for U.S. dollars 1.32 billion in July 2021, and a data center in Richmond, Virginia, which was acquired in quarter four of the financial year 2021. UOB has injected 2 billion yuan, or Singapore dollars 424.8 million, in its subsidiary in China which will be channeled into regional opportunities, sustainability, and financial solutions, such as hedging services. UOB China has maintained a compound annual revenue growth of 13% since it was incorporated in 2008, UOB said in a statement. Net profit before tax hit a record high last year and more than doubled from 2018. Tapping on the demand for Chinese companies to expand to ASEAN and vice versa, UOB China plans to establish and expand client relations in sectors that are strong drivers of China's economy. It will also strengthen its strategic partnership with Hengfeng Bank by tapping cross-border business opportunities. In business news from the U.S., 
The dollar rose to a two-week peak on Tuesday as tensions between Russia and the West over Ukraine drew investors to safe haven currencies while awaiting the outcome of this week's U.S. Federal Reserve policy meeting. Russia said it was watching with great concern after the United States put 8,500 troops on alert to deploy to Europe in the event of an escalation in the Ukraine crisis. Much greater exposure of European economies to the crisis does not make the euro a particularly attractive vehicle to ride out the current storm. ING analysts said, the euro was down 0.4%, at US dollars 1.1281, by 11.21 a.m., 7.21 p.m. Singapore time, for its weakest level since Jan 5th. The dollar index rose 0.3% to a two-week high of 96.19. Moving on, the International Monetary Fund lowered its economic forecasts for the United States. China, and the global economy on Tuesday, and said uncertainty about the pandemic, inflation, supply disruptions, and U.S. monetary tightening posed further risks. We project global growth this year at 4.4%, 0.5 percentage points lower than previously forecast, mainly because of downgrades for the United States and China. Gita Gopinath, the IMF's number two official wrote in a blog on the latest update of the world economic outlook. The IMF said the rapid spread of the Omicron variant had led to renewed mobility restrictions in many countries and increased labor shortages, while supply disruptions were fueling inflation. On Tuesday, Robinhood Markets highlighted steps it had taken over the past year to avoid imposing trading restrictions, and said it was in a strong position to support customers through unlikely market events. The online trading platform, which helped pioneer commission-free trading, said in a blog post its net capital position was US dollars 2.7 billion, more than 25 times what is currently required by the US Securities and Exchange Commission. Robinhood, in January 2021, had enacted temporary limits on GameStop and other so-called meme stocks amid a social media-fueled rally. That's it for today. This is Singapore's most up-to-date financial news from Philip Capital's research team. We're live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. on YouTube and Facebook. Please like, share, and subscribe. Have a lovely day. Bye.